So is remember. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. And our text is going to come from uh, Philippians, the second chapter, in verse 12 through 18. But in your leisure, read, read that whole chapter, you know, beginning at verse 1. Father, we thank you, God, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your grace. We praise you, God, for who you are. We praise you, God, for how you woke us up this morning. And Father, help us, O oh God, to put everything into your hands, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, to let you shine through us and let you lead our lives, O oh God. Bless and keep your people right now, Father. Those, O oh God, that are sick and afflicted, touch their bodies right now, Father. Those, O oh God, that need you, O oh God, as their personal Savior, O oh God. Let them hear your word, O oh God, and let them accept you, O oh God, as their personal Savior, O oh God. And those, O oh God, of us, O oh God, that are your children, O oh God, help us to remember who we are, O oh God, so that others may see you in us, O oh God, so that others may want you, O oh God, as their personal Savior. Have your way right now, Father. Lord, be so careful to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise, Father, because you're worthy of it, because you're worthy of it all. In your blessed and your holy and your almighty name we pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to start from Philippians, the second chapter, beginning at verse 12. I want to be ready yes. when Jesus comes. You know, when you look at what Christ has done for us, that great sacrifice that was made on the cross for our salvation, we can't thank him enough for what he's done. Wherefore, my beloved, I'm reading from the uh, King James Version. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed. And this is Paul speaking. Not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. You know, because he's not there with them. You know, sometimes when, you know, like the pastor or somebody in authority is there, we tend to 
act differently. We tend to be on our guard. We tend to be on our best behavior. We tend to make people think we are what we aren't. But Paul basically is telling them, no matter if I'm there or not, you still have to be what God wants you to be. So he says, not as, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Really show who you are in my absence. Really let other people see that you are a child of God. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. When you think about, let's look at verse 13. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. If we have the spirit of God within us, we're automatically going to want to do his will and his good pleasure if we have the spirit of God within us. So we're not fake. We're not somebody who we're not supposed to be. We are true. We are his children. And he is our God. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Look in uh, verse 14, it says, Do all things without murmuring and disputing. It's hard for humans to do that. But if we have the Spirit of God within us, we should be able to do that. Do all things without murmuring and disputing. Somebody says something, you got to say something different. Because you want whatever you say to be the last word. Oh, well, you know how. You know how we are. <laughs> you got to have the last word. But you know what? Jesus, he had the first word. Jesus had the middle word, and Jesus got the last word. Because none of us died for anybody's salvation. He died for all of our salvation. On that cross, he took all of our sins upon himself. But Jesus has the last word. So it should be easy if we have the spirit of God within us to do things without murmuring and without disputing. Verse 15 says that ye may be blameless and, and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked 
and perverse nation. But you know what? Right now we live in a crooked and perverse world. Not just one nation, two nations, it's the world. Among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Remember who you are. We are lights in the world. We are hope in the world for other people that don't have Christ in their life. Yeah, where are you going today? I'm going, I'm going to church today. Wait a minute. I saw that person at the bar last night. Wait a minute. I saw. Wait a minute. We don't want to be put in lights like that. We want to be different. If they see you're doing the same thing that they're doing Monday through Saturday, and then you come to church on Sunday, they're going to say, there's no difference. Why do I need what they got? If anything, they, they got what I already have. So I, I don't have to do anything. Just be like I am. Well, God wants us to be different. God wants us to be the lights that are shining in the world so that other people may see him in us, so that other people may want him in their lives. Right. They're not going to want him in their lives if we're doing the same thing or worse right. than, they, than they're doing. And he's telling us, we have to be blameless. Well, if you don't have the Spirit of God in you, you're not going to be blameless. Because, you know, God is the one that knows all about us. He knows what to do for us. He knows how to take care of us. You know, we can't take it. We don't know how to do anything. God controls all things. But, you know, you know that man, that... that natural man within us wants to say, eh, I don't know if I want God handling this. You know, I don't know if I want God taking control. Man, I, you know, just wait a minute. Let me do something. That, that's when we mess up. Every time we do something, every time we try to take control, we make things worse. Right, right. And then instead of being blameless, we're to blame for somebody not wanting Christ in their life. I don't want to be to blame for somebody not having wanting Christ in their life. That you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. We have to shine as lights in the world. Yes. We have to pray for the world. We have to pray for Christians. The Christians in other countries that don't have the freedoms we have, they are going through so much, and they're doing it, and they're shining. They're going through tribulation, trials and tribulations, which the, the Word of God says, you know, as children of God, we, we should go through those. You look what Jesus went through. Paul is speaking here, but Paul has gone through a lot. You know, Paul is in prison right now. You know, at, 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 was doing his writing. But Paul felt that whatever he went through could not even compare to what Jesus 
had done for him. What has Jesus done for you? I mean, what has Jesus done for you? We have our life. We have our health. And so, well, I've got some aches and pain. Well, we all have aches and pain, especially as we get older. We, we do have aches and pain when we get older. I, I agree with that. But he paid the price for us, for our salvation. We can never thank him enough. Right. We can never thank him enough for what he's done for us. Right. That's another reason for us to remember who we are. Remember yes. who you are. Yes. Yes. Uh, verse 16 says, holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain. Yeah, we don't want to be doing this and then find out we did it all in vain because we didn't really do it. I don't want to do this to please people. I want to do this to please God. I want to do this to please God. We can't please God if we don't have his spirit in us. I want to do this to please God. You know, when you look at verses uh, 12 and 13, you know, when, when, when Paul was speaking, he was basically telling them, okay, you've been taught this, you've been taught that, you've got the Spirit of God within you, I'm not here right now, but you still have to let people see what you have learned. You still have let, let people see, you know, how are you living your life? How's your prayer life? Do you study the word? Do you go to Bible class? That's important. Do you get from when the pastor is up and speaking and giving you the word, are you accepting it? And then are you going back and reading the word for yourself to see if it's true. Because some people, they, they go to church and they listen to what's being said and they never look at it themselves. So they don't know if they're getting the truth or not. But you know what? We're getting the truth here. We're getting the truth. And you know what? The truth will set you free. You can't be free if you don't have the truth. We got the word. We got Jesus in our lives. We have the truth. We're free. We're free. We're free. And in the women, when you go to the women's Bible study, the same thing, you're learning. You're getting more and more of him inside of you. The more we get of him, the more we become him. You can't become something if you never do anything. Holding forth, verse 16, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. 
I mean, don't do it. Don't labor if you're not going. If you're not doing it for the right reasons, because you're not going to get anything out of it. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. Even though Paul was in prison, he was still rejoicing. Even though he was in prison, he still had joy. Can we be in tribulation and still have joy? Can we have people against us and still have joy? You know, part of it is we have to lift one another up. You know, I'm, I'm too busy thinking about myself. Well, you got to think about others. You got to think about your brother. You got to think about your sister. You got to think about those that we don't even know. And that's what they did. They thought about people they didn't know. We have to think about others. We have to pray one for another. We have to lift one another up. If you don't see somebody, pray for them. Because you don't know what's going on in their lives. We have to do that. Because we have the Spirit of God within us. You know, in verse... Uh, Verse 1, it says, if therefore be, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, verse 2 says, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. He wants us to be, have one accord, and he wants us to have one mind. Yes. It says, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. And that's very hard to do. For, uh, well, if we don't have the Spirit of God for all of us. If we have the Spirit of God, we can do it. We can do it. Remember who you are. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let's help one another. Let this mind be in you. Verse 5. Let this mind be in you. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. We have to have the mind of Christ. We have to remember who we are. We have to remember what God means to us. We have to remember what God has done for us. We have to remember the sacrifice that was made for us. We have to remember the love that he has for us. We have to remember his grace, his mercy, his goodness. We have to remember. My last verse is going to be in Hebrews. The 13th chapter. It goes along with.
goes along with chapter 2, verse 12 and 13. 21 says, make you perfect. Make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's look at verse 21 again. Make you perfect in every good work to do his will. And you can't do his will unless you have his spirit within you. Working in you. He wants to work in us. He wants to work in each and every one of us. Working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. If it's, if it's well-pleasing in his sight, we don't have to worry about anything. If what we do is well-pleasing in his sight, we don't have to worry about anything. If we're doing the will of God, if we have the spirit of God within us, we're going to do what's pleasing in his sight. So if it's pleasing in his sight, it should please, be pleasing in our sight because we have the spirit of God within us. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I mean, I thank God for him. I thank God for I thank yeah. God for Jesus Christ who died for our sins. Yeah. Yeah. And if I would pick a Monday morning moment, it would be make you perfect. Because that's what we're working toward. Make you perfect. And the scripture for that would be Hebrews 13th chapter verse 21 Hebrews 13th chapter verse 21 and like I said earlier read that whole chapter of Philippians uh, second chapter and remember who you are remember who you are amen 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 Remember who you are. Remember who you are. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 6, and verses 12 through 18, and Hebrews 13, 21. And uh, one word wrap. What's the Monday morning moment? Anybody? Uh, someone, on, someone online, give me the Monday morning moment. Make you perfect. perfect. Very good. Very good. Excellent. Someone uh, on site, tell me, where is that found, the Monday morning moment? Hebrews 13 and 21. I got, 13, I got one. I got one. I got one. Very good. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself, Golden Star. Thank you. That's an honor of Sister Mary. Amen. Amen. And in addition to the uh, prayer request that we got from Sister, um, Sister Ethel Perry for Michelle Thomas,